Yo Q, what up? Yo Q, man, what I'm up? keeping it real. What up, the one? So much pain, I can Welcome. Let's get it tonight. Not just just music. Music. Where we keep it real. Uh huh. And honest. Always. My mama praying, telling me, Q, you need to chill. They can't respect the truth from just. All right. What's good? What's good, people? What's good? It's a new episode, second episode of Not Just Music Podcast. We got a special guest with us today. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hello, everyone. My name is Santia Monet. Uh, I don't really, it's not too much about me. So I guess I'm just praise and worship leader. Um, I work at Hurley Elementary as a social emotional learning teacher and one day i will be a clinical psychologist as well that's dope that's dope that's dope so um you say you say you into the church so did you grow up in the church like was your family like in the church can you elaborate on that i did grow up in the church my grandfather is actually a pastor um i have bunch of aunts and uncles and cousins that are in ministry as well so i've just always been surrounded by ministry okay okay it's dope the one okay i'm 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 with you being a praise and worship leader i'm a musician i'm a keyboard player i'm a organ player so i understand the situation of being in ministry especially weekly um so for me i have that situation where balancing life with being in music ministry um sometimes it could be it could be a bit of a challenge you know to keep up with you know learning new songs or whatever it is and things of that nature is it a problem for you ever at times to balance all of this at one time because you said you are into what what, what is it again you said you, you you're a teacher at what now social emotional learning okay does that deal with like see i have twin girls that are autistic they are 12 years old be 13 years old this year um does that deal with anything with anything in that situation well the elementary school that i work at of course we do have children that are like that we pretty much cater to autistic children behavioral children quote-unquote normal children mm -hmm. so my job is to teach them what we have at our school the four zones of regulation and that helps them to like pinpoint exactly what emotional state they may be in so like i said there are four zones there's the green zone red zone blue zone and yellow zone and so throughout my week and my days i just go to all great levels and teach them social and emotional learning so that you know whenever they do grow up they'll learn how to articulate how they are feeling instead of just reacting hmm. so Negative. so that's that that's with that and your personal does it you know and as you being a, a your menstrual so yeah. Do those balance? Do you ever have have any points where you just like, okay, this might be too much at one time or anything to that nature? No, I pride myself on being able to balance. Like that's just my personality. I love to not only 
being being an example of a person that balances but teaching people how to balance like because that's what life is all about learning how to put feelings and emotions in their correct places i'm not perfect you know what i'm saying sometimes i do want to you know what i'm saying go off but i have to self-regulate so that's what i'm teaching my students and i tell them often like what well, i'm not just telling you this stuff just to be telling you that self-regulation is the reason why a lot of people get into the things that they've gotten into because they refuse to self-regulate so i'm mm -hmm. big on like when i'm off work i'm off work mm -hmm. when i'm at church when i'm with my family and my friends i'm with my family and my friends i try not to carry like that into my personal space because if you do that, you'll be up all night tossing and turning, <laughs> you know, figure out like what's going on. Like, mm -hmm. so for me, I just set aside, set aside a time to really just focus on the things that went well in my day, the things that I could have made better in my day and the things that I just can't change about my day. So I just try my best to like release those things. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So, so I know you from, you know, music events, we, we've had some shows and stuff like that. So have uh, singing always been a passion of yours? Like, do you love music? Like, was that your calling or was it something you just did for a hobby, you know? Uh, I think it's my calling. I don't think it's like a hobby. Okay. Here recently, I've just decided to, you know, focus more so on like school and stuff like that like music is mm -hmm. that you know what i'm saying i'm a minister as well so it kind of yeah. just all flows all into one but um i guess you can say i kind of got complex with just going to church and just singing at church so okay i'm telling okay. myself <laughs> <laughs> i mean because you got an amazing voice I always uh love your voice you know like every show we had you know i enjoyed your performances and your singing so you know that's why i wanted to get in on that thank you for that yeah no doubt any 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 records any records you released or no i haven't i'm just at a place really just finding my sound okay i know sound weird to you know people that are not like musically inclined but I'm just trying to find my sound, find my place, you know. I want to make sure that I'm staying busy, but also focused on the things I need to be focused on. Okay. okay. So anything, like, as far as, like, you know, with you being a minister, like, were you the one of the types that were in, you were in ministry first before you moved into being like a praise and worship leader or it, it it just all came at once it was the other way around oh, okay okay so singing singing is the singing was there and then the ministry just it walked in with it right basically behind it right yeah. okay good deal no one's ever asked thank you <laughs> i'm i'm just being i'm i mean i'm a i'm gonna be honest i'm a church head i'm 38 years old be 39 this mm -hmm. year Mm -hmm. uh, I've been in church basically since I was in my mother's womb. My mother is a praise and worship leader. So, wow. you know, it's it's different to hear, you know, those that are of the ministry and in the music ministry, you know, it, it, it they're both 
you know, uh, one of the, the biggest pieces to, you know, churches now, you know, um, we, I was being honest, just talking with mom not too long ago, and we were talking about, you know, how praise and worship has become such a big deal in churches. Like you don't even see churches that like have actual choirs like they used to. They may exactly. just have just the praise and worship team and the praise and worship team. That's just it. But uh, is the church that you're at, is it, is it, you know, heavily with quiet, a bunch of choirs or anything to that nature? It's yeah. Granted, New Mount Olive is like founded on having their choir, but you know, since, you know, COVID and all the other kind of stuff, it kind of transitioned things and made things like differently. So we're slowly moving back into incorporating that into church. Like I'm talking about church choir and very yeah. like, we don't do the robes, you know, we don't do the robes. <laughs> but like it's a big so and I will say I feel like, you know, with churches now, I feel <clears throat> people people really don't fear God like that like they, they're like uh maybe I'll go to church maybe I won't you know what I'm saying like I feel like you know the fear of God is like not in people you know yeah. and me 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 personally like I never y'all story is different than mine like uh I never grew up in a church like I had to go through situations to get closer to God to like you know he sat me down for me like okay I, I need your attention and that's how I got into the church so it, it 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 does like sometimes work out how y'all do it, and then sometimes you know you have me for example where situations bring you closer. You know, I always knew God, but sometimes He gotta really, really be like, "Do you know me?" You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, I feel like it's 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 a real personal relationship I have with Him, other than just going to church. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel bad when I don't go. Like I feel. <laughs> Like I like I need that for the next week, you know what I'm saying? Because I know me, so I mean, yeah, yeah. Like you say, you know, you say uh, the COVID and all that, and I think the COVID really, you know, show who's really like you know in tune and who's not. You know, it's a transition going on. I was just about to uh, say the same thing, so I do agree mm -hmm. with you on because some of the people that were there from like the beginning, I don't see them or see them, but so I'm just mm -hmm. like, but I see y'all out going to get milkshakes and burgers and fries <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I don't know. so with with that i'm gonna ask a, deep, a little deeper question since we in that in that field now where is your church one of the churches that had to go from not doing like okay like my church i'll give you an example never never ever did a live rec live video live feed any of that right so out of, out of nowhere it hit then we went from a non ch a church that did never had anything to do with video now we do it every single sunday now even now that people are coming <clears throat> back we are still doing live broadcasts every sunday so did y'all do did you have to move from not doing any live broadcasts to doing live broadcast or y'all already had that in place so um you know facebook has always been here so people were just going facebook live like from the beginning so a lot of people relied on that um when we could come together somewhat we were having it outside and it was recorded then and then like some people were just still inside of their cars uh -huh. and some people got out and just spread out but 
I want to say they progressed um, in that area and we just kept it moving because I feel like what Quincy said, the people that are going to come, they're going to come and mm-hmm. going to participate are going to participate. So it kind of, it really didn't stop us. Even with like people getting COVID in our church, it didn't stop us at all. We still kept, you know, moving along because we have an assignment to do and we can't mm-hmm. allow this exactly. to stop. Mm-hmm. I will say kudos to Greater New Mount Olive for progressing through that. And, this and that's is- what and that's what make it real, and that's what makes it real when it's in your heart too, dude. Like like yeah. you wake up every day and you like I gotta brush my teeth, I gotta shower, you know, like mm-hmm. I gotta go to church. It's just something that clicks, and it's just a part. Like I say, it's a personal relationship. It's it's nothing nobody can really tell you to do to go to mm-hmm. church because you you can go to church and not get nothing from it. What's the point of going if you're not gonna put that in works what you hear, you know? So. I totally agree. I totally agree. K- kudos to y'all, you know, sticking with it, though, because it's in you. Yeah. Go ahead, Don Juan. I'm sorry. Are you good? And please shout out your church. Please, what, what, where yeah. is, what's, the, where's the location of your church? It's uh, Greater New Mount Olive in Statesville, North Carolina. Okay, you're in Statesville, too. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Home time. I think 2359 East Greenbrier Road. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, I don't don't be surprised if you see me roll in one day. And, uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm big I'm big on I'm big on church, and so I, I mean I just that's just something I've always done since I was young. So I, I mean it's just in me to do that. So yeah, yeah don't don't be surprised if you see me pop in there and, uh, and roll in there with my finger up. So yeah. So I got another question. So I got another question. So so okay with with the things going on in the world. Because, you know, we stay in Statesville, so of course you're familiar. You know, this is, you know, I, I call it, it's a black cloud over this city. So you being a, a woman walking with Christ, what advice would you give to specifically the women that may not know themselves, that may be confused right now? Like, what, what advice would you give those uh, women out there? First of all, I would just tell them to stop seeking out love and Hmm. realize that the source of love is going to come from God. He will teach you and show you just how much he loves you. It can be something as simple as you riding behind a car and they have a bumper sticker telling you that Jesus loves you. He's always seeking out opportunities to talk to us. He's always seeking out opportunities to show us how much he loves us. So we got to know that the true source is coming from him. And once we value the love that he wants to give us, then you will be able to see that genuine love coming from a person or if it's not mm. genuine. So that's, that's, just that's a great I, answer. That's a great answer. I, I, yeah, that's a great answer. It's true. And I know that thing here isn't popping it's not popping at all not any shade but you just have to within yourself and knowing who you are and knowing how to value what you bring to the table i know a lot of people just throw that what do you bring to the table out but Mm -hmm. for me sometimes i go back and recount all the things that i'm good at and so whenever i do that that's helping me to continuously build my character and my self-esteem so that when people come because they're gonna say they're gonna try you they're gonna try to you mm-hmm. know say 
things about you or try to discredit you. But once you've fallen in love with the things that make you happy, the moments that you've fallen and gotten back up, your victories. So it's just all about self-love first. Amen. Self-love. And I know people like put self-love and self-care together, but they're two separate things. Because you can buy yourself something. That doesn't mean you care for yourself. That doesn't mean mm. you love you. That means you're just buying yourself something to suppress what's really going on. So you got to find the root of whatever it is. Wow. Good I, got, I got another yeah. question, too, with go along with that. You know, um, with being it, your spirituality, um, you seem pretty young. You don't seem like uh, like of a uh, middle age or upper age you don't seem like that but with with you being your age where you are now like do you feel like your spirituality gets tried a lot i mean i know it it gets tried but do you catch things that come at you like you okay like guys you really testing me on this one you know is it is this this is is this the part <laughs> where I tap out or is it the part where I keep going? Do you ever, do you ever fall amongst those situations with yourself? I feel like anything you do for Jesus, somebody going to try you, whether they love the spirit realm or if they're a natural person, you're always going to be coming at you. But I just, I don't, I don't take it personally because I understand my assignment. Like, the thing is, people need to understand what they've been sent here to do. Mm -hmm. Just like Satan. He didn't think his assignment was that great. So he didn't value his mm -hmm. assignment. He wanted somebody else's assignment. Mm -hmm. But I'm appreciative of what he's given me and called me to do here. So when people try to nitpick and say this, that, and the third, I just let them have that because I can't do what you do and you can't do what I do. So mm -hmm. just, you know, just chill. Mm -hmm. and, and this is this is the 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 things that you know like my pastor he talks about this a lot just you know everybody has a calling and mm -hmm. if everybody all you have all of these pieces that are in a church and everybody is great at something and, you exactly. know um, a lot of a lot of churches that i've been at previously didn't have that that understanding of like you just said knowing an assignment like like i just exactly. said every everybody is great at something somebody is good at counting money somebody is great at counting money but then you have somebody that's superb at it as well and sometimes it's the one that's superb that doesn't even speak up doesn't say anything at all and just stays quiet about it but the thing is i've learned that's where the the and i'm not trying to say a church is better than any other church Let's just say churches that succeed a little bit differently or a little more than others have those people in place. You know, it's hard to get people to work in a church because they always feel like, okay, well, I'm not getting paid for it. I should be paid for it. You know, if it's okay, I don't want to cut in. And, yeah. and another thing is, another thing is people don't want to stay in their lane. Yeah. You got, you got everybody wanting to be pastor. You got everybody wanting to be in the music. You like, but nobody wants to clean the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to clean up around the church, mm -hmm. like the little stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody wants to be like the the scene, mm -hmm. but 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 you have to work your way 
you have to go where God wants you to be. At. You can't just say I want to be because if you want to be pastor, I, I guarantee you couldn't walk in the pastor's shoes because the pastor go through more things <laughs> than we do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like people just need to stay in their lane. That's the issue with churches that I see. Like nobody wants to to listen. Everybody wants to, you know, lead, be in charge, and it's not like that. God assigned you a pastor for each church. And that's your pastor at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you know, mm-hmm. and whatever the pastor wants. I mean, my pastor, she cleans the bathrooms. She's a pastor cleaning the bathroom, cleaning the church by herself. And I, and I took, I stepped in and like, look, I mean, if whatever you need me to do, pastor, you know, I do. You need me to clean the bathrooms. I clean it because she shouldn't have to do that. You know, mm-hmm. like that's how I feel. So it, 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 you just got to be humble and you got to stay in your lane. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, I agree. Yeah, and 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 also with that, as most most people, if if who all are listening to this right now, um, what's t- take me through a situation, and you don't have to be detailed with it, but. A lot of people that listen are going to be listening to this. So if somebody is going to listen to this, needs some inspiration right now. And I know Q just gave it as if in he he gave you a certain uh, a certain specificness to it. But like the lost person, you know, the lost person right now. What would you say to the lost person right now? A lost person. To me, a lost person would be somebody that has been captivated by the idea of time so i would tell them to take the limits off of time and realize that day is an opportunity to change and to make life better understand that the things that you've gone through are actually building your character the thing about a character is something you can't just spot on see you see a person's character by the experiences they go through So realize that your character is being built by the things that you are going through. Don't look at them as sufferings, but look at them as victories because God is always with us and he causes us to triumph in his name. So we're victorious no matter what we go through. Understand that you are loved, you are valued, and you are important. You are Mm -hmm. valued, you are important to a God that can be seen in every day of your life. If you open up your eyes, if you open up your heart and your understanding to how much he loves you. I think a lot of times people want love from everybody else and that's good because God created relationship, but you need to fall in love with him so that he can teach you and show you the meaning of love so that you can be filled. We want to be filled with the emotion, the the connection of another person. We need mm. a partner. That's all wow. I got. <laughs> hey, that's that's perfect. I, I hope a lot of women watch this episode. Men too, but I feel like a lot of women could relate to what you just said because hey, you see it all the time. I feel like majority women are looking for love in the wrong places, you know, when you have to have a personal relationship with God and God will lead you to who? And what, you know, your steps and everything. So I agree with that. 
said that he will lead you to who a lot of people don't think that God chooses your spouse for you. A lot of people think that, Oh, I'm just going to go out here and date Sally and Susie and Johnny and, and boo boo and all those people. But see the outcome. <laughs> my, this is if he's concerned with everything else in my life, why wouldn't he be concerned about who I'm supposed to be connected to? Whether it be partnerships, friendships, relationships, he's concerned with mm-hmm. the whole entirety of who you are. He's not just concerned when it's time for you to go to state employees and apply for a credit card or a loan to get a house. He's concerned with every part of you. And I think people need to realize that like, he's not just the God of the, I'm going to put a check in your mail. He's the God of, I'm going to regulate your mind. So you can now see the way I want you to see, not the way that you've been seeing. I want you to see with clarity. I want you to have understanding. I want you to gain wisdom and knowledge. So. Good to me. I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm I love this conversation. Yeah, I'm elated. Yeah. I'm elated to meet you with this. Um, I know, I, I know, I ain't. I, I, it's just, this is just a podcast. Um, and in closing, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna shorten it a little bit. In closing, um, is there uh anything that you want to point out about yourself you know like you know people should know media, about you what you yeah, yeah. anything, anything Any to that things. yeah i don't have anything like as far as singing coming up but i do have a i guess another podcast i'm doing on the 24th huh. i can't send y'all the link and you can send yeah. it to other Okay, yeah. Send us the link. We'll put it in this video. You can shout it out too. What's the name of it? And you know the details. I mean, we talk sister to sister. Okay. Okay. So it's just basically a bunch of women coming on. We're talking, you know, motivating each other and just having a space that we can just unload and unleash with each other. Good deal. That's great. Good deal. All right. Well, we gonna we gonna keep we gonna keep it at this. Um, and I appreciate you coming by and talking to us. And everybody, you. everybody that's out there listening, please stay tuned to not just music podcast. And we will see you next time at a later date. All right. Thank you. Bye.